And the state legislature has just a handful of days left here. What, 11 days before the end of session and a lot of unfinished business. Uh, Joining us live in studio to talk about some of that here with the WMAY Morning News Feed is State Representative Mike Murphy. I'm Greg Bishop here on 92.7, 94.7, and 970 AM. You can also find me on social media. Just search out Bishop on Air, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can email me at any time, Bishop on Air. Uh, Representative, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you doing out there? I'm doing great, Greg. It's really great to be here in studio <laughs> and not have to sneak off into one of my spare rooms and uh, do our early morning uh, interviews. Uh, yeah, via thanks phone. Thanks for letting me come out. No, absolutely. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad to have you, and we'll do this more often. Uh, I know it's a little bit of a trek out here, and uh, uh, it's appreciate worth you it. Make, it's worth it to be with you, Greg. Uh, appreciate you making the making the trek. So uh, a lot to get to. Of course, uh, 10 days left, uh, 11 days or so before the end of the legislature. Um, and a lot of unfinished business. Uh, you've got, uh, we're expecting hundreds of bills to pop out in the next uh, few days here out of the Senate and out of the House. A uh, whole host of things happening. Um, it, your assessment right now of where we're at and where we really should be this far into the uh, the spring session. Well, we, we there's a lot of business that we should have been taken care of in the last week or two. Uh, you know, I think we, we addressed a couple bills yesterday, but, uh, you know, most of, most of the time in the last few days, we've been in for, you know, seven, ten minutes and, and not any address any bills. I know we have a multitude of bills that came over from the Senate that we need to address, and I'm, I'm very concerned that they're going to just try to force them all down our throats at the very last minute, like similar to what they did in Lame Duck. You know, we got big issues. We got the budget. We... <laughs> You know, I'm I'm on two uh, appropriations committees. We do have working groups, uh, both still engaged, and that's kind of unusual for us to still be engaged this late because they normally uh, take take over by this time. But uh, you know, we got a lot of work on the budget. You know, the maps, uh, of course, you know, we're not doing any work on the maps. It's all being done on the other side, even though they claim it's transparent. But, uh, you know, the map should be released anytime so we could have some public hearings on them before the end of the month. And so, yeah, we have a lot of big issues, but we also have a lot of uh, important bills that need to be addressed that that haven't been addressed yet. Representative, uh, of course, one thing I've talked with you about all throughout the pandemic is the unemployment situation. Uh, We're going to get new unemployment numbers today from the U.S. Department of Labor uh, and the governor. uh, He doesn't want to relinquish any of the uh, extra benefits that are uh, ongoing for for those who are um, seeking unemployment benefits. But you also have that waiver that he put in. Uh, which I was not aware of uh, until just recently whenever uh, the Manufacturers Association put out their mm-hmm. letter to the governor. Uh, the waiver in place that you don't have to be seeking employment to get the benefit. Uh, where are we at right now with unemployment, especially with the offices still closed and no indication of how much tax dollars went out to fraud? Uh, what's going on here? Well, it's, it's a mess. It's been a mess since you and I have been talking about this for over a year. And, and it really and that's hasn't... wild to think about, by the way, just, yeah, just looking but, back retrospectively. If, if you recall, I've been a- I was asking for public hearings over a year ago. Right. And, uh, you know, we've had maybe one or two, but we still really haven't had significant hearings and, and get to the bottom of it. Uh, in regards to what you mentioned about the extra payments from the federal government uh, and not forcing people to it's really has a devastating impact on the community. Uh, you know, as you well know, I came from the restaurant industry, so I keep in touch with uh, many of the local operators. It's, it is, uh, 
it's, it's unbelievable how bad it is. I have one operator who has a league on Tuesdays at their, in their, their outdoor beer garden and they have an outdoor kitchen. They have nobody to man it. They, they were, they were recruiting food trucks to come here. Here's a restaurant that was recruiting food trucks because they couldn't do it. I have other people who say, you know, I can't open up the inside dining, not because of, uh, you know, mitigations It's because I have nobody to do it. They, they've cut out, uh, you know, curbside pickup. They only are doing through the drive up and this is uh, you know that's chick-fil-a they, they're the ones who told me that it's not because of anything uh, lack of service they were down 24 employees and they couldn't hire and, and but it's not just that manufacturing my wife's uh, subbed the other day down in auburn and there was flyers all over for a local manufacturer there no experience necessary 14 dollars an hour and, and they can't get them. She was talking to some teachers. And they said, yeah, they've been in here begging for people to come to work, you know, at the end of the year, ask, talking to our seniors. That's that's starting off at $30,000 a year, and then we can't get people. We can't get people motivated to go do it. And so well, what do you, that's what do you What do you say to those who um, are using that as an argument saying, well, it's just time for these businesses to pay us more? Well, some of them are paying more. As I, as I said, you know, the, the, this manufacturer in Auburn has been trying to recruit in the, the normal workplace. And, you know, $14 an hour, that's, that's uh, pretty good starting pay. And, and they can't get it done. And, you know, once again, you, you've heard my argument before. If we get it so high, we're going to uh, discourage some opportunities. Uh, it, it's amazing if you look at what is going on in the restaurant business. There's a, comp- a company that builds robots. And it's, oh, wow. it's called Flippies. Google it, Flippies uh, Burger. And there's a, a Cali, Cali Burger out in California is, is using this. There's going to be a lot of things. It's not necessarily just because of the wage, just because we can't get people to work. We're talking with State Representative Mike Murphy here live in studio on the WMAY morning news feed with about 11 days left of the legislative session uh, before the May 31st deadline. A lot of unfinished business. Um, and one thing also in particular has been kind of alarming uh, to see some of the information come out about the Veterans Affairs Department, uh, about its handling of the LaSalle home. But it's not just the LaSalle home. There were also uh, uh, veterans that perished uh, in other homes throughout the state. Uh, what needs to happen here? What are you guys looking for from the governor? Because he says they took responsibility and implemented uh, various policies and things to uh, ensure that veterans are safe. What else? What else should he do? Well, you were at the press conference I attended, uh, I think, two days ago. We're asking for the attorney general to do a criminal investigation, see if there's uh, justification for a criminal investigation. I, I took part in a hearing uh, last year in Chicago. We went up and we, we had testimony, and it was very disturbing, some of the things that uh, we realized. There was not anybody on site uh, addressing this problem, none of the leadership. I One of my questions I asked was, uh, when was Dr. Ezekiel or the uh, director Chapalavia on site, and uh, they weren't. You know, that's not the leadership we need. As, as you heard me say the other day when I was answering a question, uh, these veterans had great leadership when they were on the battlefields. Well, they didn't have it at the end of their life. And that's just shameful because, you know, and a lot of people compare this to what happened in Quincy. And, you know, Governor Rauner took a lot of heat for that. But and, and but he was on site and tried to address the problem. And the other difference was, as, you know, Legionnaire came through the underground, through the pipes. Uh, we let COVID walk through the front door. 
We're talking with State Representative Mike Murphy here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. A um, bunch of other issues, and you brought them up earlier. The maps, uh, of course, we don't know uh, when the Democrats' maps are going to be dropped. Uh, is it going to happen before the end of session, or is it going to happen sometime in June when you guys come back? Because I'm hearing that you guys might come back. Who knows? Uh, but uh, what's the latest here, and why is this so crucial that uh, voters see what's happening, that the curtain is lifted and we can actually see uh, what's being drafted here? Well, people need to have time to decide what they're going to do. You know, As you well know, under the current system, with us having a primary in March, I, I have to start filing petitions or circulating petitions in August. Wow. And so if, if somebody's out there thinking about they want to run for state rep— they don't even know what their district might look like. And so, uh, you know, we need that done. We we need transparency there. We we need, uh, you know, that's just part of the process. It shouldn't be hidden off in a, in a secret room in the, on the fourth floor of Stratton with lock and key. So uh, when the maps do come out, um, there's, of course, the deadline that Democrats are saying is, uh, is June 30th. Uh, mm-hmm. But the Constitution actually has a final deadline of, I think, October 5th. Um, what would you like to see? I mean, it, it, are you fine with the Democrats drawing all of this stuff, or do you want to see the constitutional process play out? Because we haven't had the uh, uh, you know nonpartisan commission created that you guys were looking yeah. for, and even Democrats were looking for. Sure, but the the Illinois Constitution does have some kind of uh, steps if the governor indeed shoots down the Democrats' map. Right. But if we go till October, obviously we're going to have to do something about the March primary probably because, uh, you know, the time frame won't won't allow that. What I I would like is uh, taken out of the hands of of both parties. Very simple. There are several states. Some do it with computer-generated. Some have, uh, uh, you know, nonpartisan commissions do it. You know, we got to take this out of the political hands. Uh, If you look at some of the districts up in Chicago, it's just amazing how they run from the very south side all the way up to the Gold Coast. And there's two of them parallel to each other, you know, a few blocks wide. Well, they look like horseshoes or something. Yeah, yeah. And and some, yeah, the House Republicans did a little test where they would show you a, a district and ask you what it was. And, and many of uh, my colleagues were very creative. And, <laughs> and uh, that looks like a dinosaur. That looks like, you know, Mario. And uh, yeah, it's just amazing how these things are drawn. And, and, and sometimes it tears away the, the communities and it doesn't give them the proper representation. Well, and I would imagine, too, the, the questions about competitive races, because uh, that's really it kind of gets to the crux of uh, mm-hmm. uh, gerrymandered districts, right? Yeah, exactly. If they're gerrymandered, to, you know, to make sure somebody uh, retains their seat, that that's totally wrong. We we got to give the people the opportunity to uh, have representation that will will care about their their community. And if you start slicing up a community you know, with four or five state reps, on the outside it might look good. Oh, wow, they have five reps, uh, you know, serving them. But in actuality, you know, there's there's not enough of that community for for them to get their full attention. You know, that's why I love the the communities I have. Have a, uh, other than Springfield, I have a half of Springfield, so that's definitely enough for me to care all about Springfield. But my other eight uh, rural communities, I have entirely, and so I give them my entire, uh, you know, effort, and uh, I, w- I want to help them and move forward. State Representative Mike Murphy with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. One other thing, and, and I, I don't know how much detail you have about this, but House Democrats did talk about it a couple of weeks ago, uh, and the Senate did advance out of committee a constitutional amendment uh, that would essentially enshrine 
collective bargaining in the state of Illinois, saying that, you know, it would put in the Constitution, it would ask voters to put in the Constitution that you can't diminish collective bargaining rights from this day on. Um, Is that something that you've looked at? Where do you stand on this? And are there other constitutional questions that we should be asking voters? Right. Uh, Right. I am aware of this. It's uh, basically doing away with the right to work uh, constitutional member. I haven't studied it uh, entirely. I I have some issues with that. Uh, I like a level playing field. You know, I I was talking with the uh, president of the AFL-CIO on a project that I have going on in my district, and I'm setting up meetings with him with leadership. I'm all for labor, but I'm also for somebody who— Wants to do it uh, a non-union. I, I've said that all along. I, I like a level playing field. I, I don't think we should uh, should just pigeonhole uh, that you have force somebody to do that. Um, are there any other constitutional amendments that you think uh, should be brought up? I know that Republicans have been, you know, the the the, the nonpartisan mapping commission, you yeah. know, the uh, pension reform, a uh, uh, whole host of other things that, that you could look to change the constitution. What would you uh, like to see? Well, our number one would be in regards to the the map. You know, we, several years ago, I, I signed the petition, uh, as many, I think 600,000 people did in the state of Illinois, asking for a, a fair map commission. And, it, you know, it was uh, rejected by the Supreme Court. Uh, After and, a lawsuit filed it, by an attorney associated it, with former House Speaker Michael Madigan. Yeah, and so, exactly. And so... Um, you know, that would be my number one. Uh, you know, we have enough issues with legislation that uh, I think we could take care of. Of uh, that, will, that will take all of my efforts for that. And uh, in regards to a constitutional amendment, I really don't have anything other than the fair map. So, I mean, with the fair map, though, um, it wouldn't be good for this coming map, of course. No. Uh, constitutional no. amendment. But for 10 years later i mean do you think that that should be an effort lawmakers doubled down on because there was democratic support for this idea years ago yes oh we definitely need to and uh, i would hope we could get it done you know without a constitutional amendment and uh, be able to do the right thing through uh legislation but uh, obviously that's not going to happen so if if we have to have the the people tell us what to do that's what it comes down to. State Representative Mike Murphy on the WMAY Morning News feed live in studio. Greatly appreciate you taking the time with us. Uh, you got to get out of here because you got stuff to do. I, I, have an, I, I, have an eight, I have an eight o'clock down at the Capitol. Right. I, I told him I'm like you're going to be out of here at seven twenty. Well, it's seven twenty four. So you you got plenty of time. You, you, you did be great. great. You All did right. great. <laughs> have a good day, State Representative Mike Murphy.